Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sportland Training and Fitness Sports Talks Podcast, the people behind the posts. Now, constantly, over the last two or three years, all we've heard of is what people are doing in their day-to-day life, in the gym, in their business, and everyone's coming up pretty much with the same things. And you know what? I'm a little bit bored of that. So what I'm here to do is to find out the reasons why people are doing what they're doing. Find out what has scared them. Find out what's put them outside their comfort zone. Find out really what makes them tick, because that's where the magic happens. That's what's exciting, and that's what's gonna help you, and it's gonna help me push forward in our careers. And you know what? Just have a little bit of a conversation as well while we're at it, because at the end of the day, I listen to these in my car, I wanna be entertained. So maybe I can help entertain you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sports Talks podcast. As always, I am your host, Sam Portland, and this is the people behind the post. Now, in my attempt to post a weekly show, I apologize in failing that last week as I was on holiday. Yet, yeah, it's not all about work, it is about fun and enjoying your time off also. So I was actually in the French Pyrenees hiking and camping out, which was brilliant even though we got hit by a massive thunderstorm. Um, But I really enjoyed the challenge, and there's a great adventure, and I am definitely going to be going on another one soon enough. So on today's show, we have Jack Leaning. Jack Leaning works for a gym and results in the northern part of the country. I know Jack because we used to go to university together, and since leaving the uh, and beating the man that is university, we have just both taking separate paths but very similar paths in coaching. Jack works in the private sector coaching people on CrossFit, coaching people just through their whole life as it were. He is really passionate about that. He talks about coaching his mum, coaching his grandma and coaching people to do their first push-up and first muscle-up, first clean and bits and pieces like that. So I think from a real fundamental point of view, this podcast is is another good one because we are understanding the people behind the post. We are understanding what makes people tick and we are understanding how real coaches think and that's what's really important. So if you enjoy this and you like these episodes, please give us a five star. Please share. We are on... um, Stitcher now as well as iTunes so please share all the content that we've got out there on all the social media platforms and we can generate some more traffic to hear these fantastic interviews and also hold tight for the next two episodes as we are going to be welcomed by some fantastic guests. Right we are we are live here we go so Sports Talks listeners, if you have subscribed, thank you very much. If you haven't, you just listen to it. Subscribe, please. I um, am trying to collect followers. I do it for likes. I do it for everyone, and most importantly, <laughs> I do it for myself. Um, yeah. So on the uh, on the show today, um, Sports Talks people behind the post, tweet it, Instagram it. Um, we have Jack Leaning as a friend of mine. Went to university together. Jack is a coach from uh, above the Watford Gap, so I might get a bit sick if I went up there, but um, here he is. So welcome to the show, Jack. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. No worries, mate. It's uh, it's good to connect and, and have a chat. Um, you know, so generally the, the show is the people behind the post. I'm, I've been following you over the sort of your development over the last year, year and a half or so. 
um, seeing yeah. you doing your Facebook Live things, seeing you doing your work with results, and it's uh, it's good. I like your honesty. I like your openness. I thought you were a great candidate for the show. Um, so yeah. just um, let's 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 get stuck in. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, why you do it. Yeah. So uh, obviously you've introduced me. I'm Jack. Uh, I am a. Um, it's quite hard to describe. So. I'll say a CrossFit coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, just basically um, a fitness a fitness professional, fitness coach. I run um, kind of a, a fitness business where we look at, you know, improving people's lives, whether that be fat loss, whether that be um, muscle building. If they want to do CrossFit, then we look at competitions or, you know, just basically getting people fit and healthy. Um, and that ranges from... Um, people of all ages to I train my grandma which is pretty cool nice. um, my mum my, I train my mum a bit mum hates burpees my mum actually enjoys like deadlifting and squatting and bench pressing which is pretty cool uh, that really cool um, that's why you former, so yeah exactly yeah exactly she's got I'm built like her we've got like perfect levers for it <laughs> <laughs> and obviously um, we'll probably talk about this later on but you know previous my previous background we went to university together I kind of wanted to, you know, f follow kind of um, in the footsteps of, of you and other kind of like people in our in our realm that were entering into the world of kind of strength conditioning and sport. That was something I was really kind of um, passionate about. And then that kind of progressed into me kind of finding what I'm more passionate about. And that's probably working with more, with non-athletes basically, and just not everyday people. Yeah. So that's what I do. Mate, that's why you're perfect for the show, bud. Perfect yeah. for the show because I think it's really interesting. I think um, I think where there are there's so much difference between the two, they are so close because it's just people. So yeah, people. And I've it's it's crazy, dude. Like I've noticed now, especially with the shift in the shift in the way the fitness industry is going. Like the old, like you know, you see your gyms at the minute where people go and they'll do like. Um, the traditional kind of body part split style training or the kind of cardio and weight, you know, that kind of stuff to me is like that approach is pretty outdated now, yeah. in my opinion. And the kind of, the, you know, the new realm, obviously CrossFit, then, you know, that induction of CrossFit is kind of, I think, ignited things, but it, it's quite nice to see people actually training to be fit. Yes. Like people that don't do sport are now training just to be fitter and better athlete, you know, mud runs and all that kind of stuff and people just really expressing themselves a lot more yeah i think i think that's a really valid point and i, I you know i think crossfit's very um qualitative to where you go and where you get taught it i think it's done great things for the industry like you said it's it's just brought that type of training to the forefront um and and let's not forget when um arnie was a bodybuilder that was rogue like you no yeah, one was man. doing it and they, they still looked at it in that eyes. So us 20, 30, 40 years later, looking at something new that way, we've still got to be careful because who knows what can happen. Yeah, I get, yeah, I think you're right. And like, um, I've definitely been guilty for the kind of, um, why are you training like that? What are you doing biceps for? You should be doing this, you should be doing that. And now I'm like, it's just, you know, it, it is what it is. People just, I, I see now, like I'm a bit like less kind of, opinionated in that respect and a bit more open-minded but uh 
Uh, I think, you know, whether you're a professional athlete or whether you're just someone that, your mum that wants to like lose a, a belly fat, like fun, like enjoyment yeah. has to be, has to be present. Yeah. Cause otherwise you don't get any buy-in and you know, you, you, at the end of the day it's about results, whether it's trying to um, score as many tries, win the league, or whether it's just trying to like get a six pack, like you need results, otherwise yeah. there's no point in doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's a great point you mentioned about uh, fun. Tom Farrow, um, one of the previous episodes on the show, talked about the concept of play, and he's a he's a young yeah. father. He's got two kids, and and he yeah he does like he he spends it's really interesting. He spends a lot of time watching his kids and and learning from them to what he can do with coaching. And the concept of play is massively important, whether it's yeah, um, you know, for an example, um, learning. You know how many different ways can I jump on a box and score points? You you create a game out of things, and and then you create and inform the environment of essential progression. Yeah, well, it's so obviously when so before university, I used to coach um, like year six kind of tag rugby. Then at university, obviously being in that at Bruno, obviously was in that environment. Um, and obviously was in an environment where, you know, the strength condition was being led by you. And so I kind of saw that element. Then since then, I've gone on to obviously do some rugby strength conditioning myself and teach, uh, coaching a team. I've done that at a college. I then ended up teaching. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy, bro. I was teaching sports science for a bit. Really? So, yeah, A-level, yeah, a you don't, wow. they needed a teacher and I didn't have a qual. Uh, I just had my degree, but that was enough. Yeah. So I was teaching sports science. Wow. So you'd get like you'd get like the textbook and like what they're talking about, and I'm like, right, we're just gonna go to the weights room and squat. <laughs> Mate, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was getting, yeah. It was... We we. But talk... one thing I've. Oh, sorry, Karen. No, I was just saying like I've talked about this before, and um, I've had you know it's been an interesting thing that I've thought about. My mum works in education and stuff, and. And it's, I think it's really important that actually coaches go into schools, colleges, universities, and coach, and they teach. Yeah. They teach students that want to actually take the career and the industry seriously, uh, to yeah. to understand what it's like. Because it's like Akia put up a status today about like the the strength and conditioning professor that has never worked is like the cat to the lion in the wild. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaches in the industry know how to survive. Coaches behind a desk don't. And yeah, know, I think that's very true. And um, that's so that's what I've noticed being in, getting in the trenches and going through. And even then, obviously, after teaching, I've been coaching adults here, and there's there's no difference in those different groups and populations I'm talking about everyone has barriers everyone has confidence issues no matter who the fuck they are yeah. can we swear on this by the oh, way yeah, yeah too right <laughs> shoot from... wanked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just shoot from the hip mate it's all good yeah but everyone's like the same yeah. like you might be coaching something different but people in fact the people that I find um, are almost sometimes the most coachable I like seven-year-old kids, bro. Yeah, well, the people... they're like sponges, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be careful when you get them to bear crawl in the gym and like they're going like full steam like into like an upright of a rig. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <Slow down. laughs> but you're right. It is a very interesting observation that they, you know, they do have, they do have barriers. They do have confidence issues, and you've seen it, you know, from the the people coming out in the in the press that are top level sportsmen. 
So, you know, I struggle with depression, I've struggled with gambling, yeah. I struggle, you know, all these different things. And, and they are symptoms of, of greater issues. Yeah, massively. So massively. Let's, uh, let's get stuck into that then, because, you know, having... See, because where I am in my full-time job, like I'm, I'm working with professional rugby players and they're paid to be there. And if they don't listen yeah. to me, we can, we can create leverage against a multitude of things. Whereas, yeah. you know, in your environment where, you know, our, well, I like to believe my last resort is to create leverage against uh, a player because for me, it's their own expectations of themselves that I have to hold them accountable to because they're a yeah. professional athlete but as for yourself like working with working with a multitude of, of people how how do you go about enabling them because you can't say well if you're not going to behave like this you can't be here so well well sometimes we can but i'll explain how so and this is why I, I put a post up last night because i was thinking i've been since like last night i've been thinking a lot about this conversation coming up and I'm, I see so many coaches in the industry that are actually lacking in belief. Yeah. And all they're trying to do is just build up all the certifications. Oh, I've got this. I've got that. I've got all these accreditations and fucking hiding behind it. Yeah. And, um, but, and so what they'll do is they'll get all the FMS screeners. Okay. I'm going to come in. I'm going to look at your squat pattern and all this kind of stuff. But like, bro, just have a fucking conversation. Like that's screening someone. Yes. Like you need to, like if someone wants to work with me, it's not like, oh, Hey, you know, I've heard good things. I don't say, yeah, cool, this is the price, you start tomorrow. I'm like, let's have a conversation and see if you're a good fit. Yes. Because I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and what that does is that gives me the opportunity to listen to them, listen to their barriers, listen to their fears, listen to what fires them and motivates them. Yeah. Um, like, uh, for example, <laughs> massively in my ego, I can remember a training session at rugby at Brunel years ago. Yeah. It was like shuttles with lunges and burpees and shit. And and you were just trying to you were trying to get the most out of me as a coach, and you were like, bro, keep going, go faster, go faster. And I'm just there in my head like, fuck off, I can't go faster. Like, because everyone else is going faster than me, and yeah. I'm like feeling insecure, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm not want to do this anymore. And like, and that's that's and I take that experience, and that's exactly what people are going to be like. Because they walk into this gym, they see row machines, and there's empty space. They don't, it doesn't look like a normal gym. It's like, whoa, what what is this? Mm. And so, what I try and do is break that understand them understand how much they know understand that we call it a pain point so like like why like people most people on the service level be like well you know i just want to get a little bit fatter and, uh, sorry a little bit thinner and lose a bit of body fat and and you know and just you know just get a bit fitter but it's like well no you don't yeah like, how do you feel about yourself right now and then they say well a bit shit really when you you know what do you mean by a bit shit and it turns out that it's fucking crushing it's ruining their life like yes. They're not doing things they should do. They might feel embarrassed about being with a partner. They might not be getting the job that they want. There's so many different things that are just attributed to their confidence and their body image. Mm. So I kind of try and find out the points that I can use to leverage them to hold them accountable to themselves, if that makes yeah. sense. So rather yeah. than me say, right, you need to do this. I'm going to hold you accountable. Like, no, motherfucker. Like, you're paying me to coach you, not to be a fucking, like, babysitter yeah. like you're going to be accountable for your own actions yeah. so essentially you know it comes into that whole empowerment thing yeah and then i'm very pro and then so that's the step one step two is I like like frame everything so rather than say um okay uh today's workout is a 5k run stretch off do this let's go i'll frame them like why we're we doing the run why is it important what's the point in running what's the point in 
pushing ourselves to that kind of because in this gym we don't do a lot of stuff like that which is kind of steady state almost like endurance type kind of i guess boring because yeah. i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of it man yeah. um, i've started doing it a lot more i'm going swimming tonight actually but like but just just i basically remembering what the benefits are why we're doing this yes and we're not doing this here. It's going to feel like shit now. It's going to suck like hell. It's probably going to suck tomorrow. Mm. But then, like, continuing to take actions like that, they're going to pay off later on. Yeah. Um, and then, so, and then, and then, on top of that, I'll sprinkle in like education, um, deeper education. So, but more on like just like almost myth busting. You yes. know, like kind of can I gain muscle and lose fat and all these kind of different things that I guess people get confused like the, the fitness industry at the minute like it's just like it's just made saturated of information there's just information it's, it's abundant of information that can confuse people so what I do is I'm like well yeah you can go read an online blog and an article you can read all these good sources but I'm your coach yeah. I know you I watch you every day I track your progress we have a conversation I've got a connection with you what I'm doing is giving you, feeding you the correct information I think you need to be fed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do a lot of like extra. I just like talking, as you can tell. So yeah. I just like use that, that kind of science S&C background. Um, and, you know, like <laughs> I can remember when I first started going to strength conditioning and trying to learn like, like, you know, like sprint biomechanics. Yeah, yeah trying to teach like these boys shrimp buying hats and they just need to fucking like get in the fat club and lose a bit of timber and like fair enough it, at that level you know it is it does have its place but like there and then it probably wasn't the right purpose so it's kind of delivering the right kind of information in the right kind of way and so that's what i try and do yeah yeah no it's, it's a, a pretty whole package you try and give them and there's there's a lot of similarities there between Elite, elite sport and um, and their and their clientele that you you work with, and I think it it's it's exactly why I want to do this show. It's exactly yeah. why these conversations should happen because a, a good coach that I know, James Smith, um, recently wrote a book. He's wrote a couple of books. He's he's awesome. Um, he was like, as soon as as soon as your ideas could be applied to a carpenter then you're on the right track yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah so it's just having those set fundamentals that that are so transferable across everything it's gonna put you in the right place so i just realized i didn't actually answer your question definitively that's all right so after so after the meeting you know after the chat after we get them going after we like take them through the steps you know as you would as you would take someone through the steps of learning how to squat yeah we I take people the steps of how to fitness <laughs> yeah how to fucking think how to like breathe yes. how to like just how to even deal with like like simple something simple of like dealing with the um, with fucking losing or dealing with winning yeah like because what happens you get people drunk off confidence mm. and it's like if you give a kid like a bottle of wine and he's just kind of like going crazy People, as soon as someone gets starts to get abs and starts to lift weight they've done for, they can turn into a twat. Yeah. <laughs> so you got you got to deal with that. Mm. Um, and so what I do is, if someone like like I said isn't doing what I say, is not listening to my programming, or is trying to do their own thing, or isn't following the nutrition plan that we set them, or isn't following like protocol. Yeah. And they're then they're then like because 
they're paying me for the resort. I just pull up and say, listen, we had this conversation. Like, you're telling me you want to fuck, you do you want to back out? Do you want to stop? You know, yeah. you can go. I know another gym down the corner, they don't give a shit about you. Like, you can still, like, you can still do CrossFit if you want. Like, they're a CrossFit. They're, yeah. they're nowhere, they're not as good as us. They don't give a fuck about you, but you can go there if you want. It's like half the price. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, okay, well, no, I do care. Like, okay, well, let's fucking do it then. So sometimes it's, it's like anything, bro. It's like sometimes you need to give someone a hug. Sometimes you need to kick them up the ass. Sometimes you need to, it's just, it's just, you want to know you. I have to know my members like you have to know your athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds really coaching. well. Yeah. 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 Art versus science, isn't it? All the way. That's it, bro. All yeah. the way. That's, that's, that's decent. So being a, being a private coach, um, what's your week look like? Uh, well, so it's getting better. Uh, I've fell into, again, I learn a lot and I make lots of mistakes and I fell into a trap of basically it went from just being me uh, to then being me and like an assistant coach. Then we had like a team of coaches. Then we'll, you know, so I was, I was doing more of the background stuff in terms of growing the business, learning about how to grow the business. My business partners, we've set up, we've actually got another business as well. We work with other CrossFit box owners. Um, so I was like, but what I was doing is bro, I was spreading myself thin and I was potentially putting um, coaches that were just as adequate in terms of their knowledge and skill yeah. um, in, in, in the same setting, in terms of the clients, they, were, you know, they, were, they weren't like being, they weren't being stretched too much, but there was just that missing bit of like passion, of yes. like the magic sauce. Yeah, and so I stepped back from coaching, and my I think my service missed my magic sauce. That sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so recently, uh, to answer your question, I've stepped back in. Uh, my week, this week has been all early mornings because uh, my other part-time coach has another job. He's he's awesome. He was a client, uh, and then he just like he's one of them guys that like looks at something and can just do it like yeah. a muscle up. He looked at it, saw it on YouTube, went, oh, that's quite cool, and just fucking does it. Um, well, they can't they can't hand walk yet, which is I've got them off on them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, get up about five a.m. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit later, walk down to the gym, get the gym switched on, get the coffee on. Um, kind of get try and get the try. And, I don't want to be there like tired, like opening the door as people come in. I want it like the vibe to be there, so people walk into to the arena, yes. you know, we're here, we're here to fucking train. Yeah. Uh, not always at hardcore, sometimes just we're here to have fun, but I want the gym to be the setting to be, to be ready. You know, yeah. like a, when a, like a coach prepares the field before. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly that. Like I lay out, instead of laying out cones and all, or whatever I get set up, I'll get all my bits spot and Bob's done. I'm like making the coffee, creating an environment for my yeah. members. So then I'll coach sort of from mentally switch on and, and mentally engage yeah. as soon as it's on, it's on. Especially like 6 a.m. It's 6 a.m. in the morning, and like the different. Obviously, I'm dealing with people that kind of work jobs, have kids, have yeah. families. Like this is their time. Like they've got they're on a tight schedule as well, so they want to get in and get the most from. I've only got 60 minutes with them, so I've got to yeah. have you know make it impactful. <clears throat> so six till six till eight o'clock, I'm coaching. Then I'll have like a bit of break. Sometimes I'll maybe run to a costa. Sometimes I'll go home if I need to. I'll like literally go home and have like a, a power nap or like a wash or just kind of just you know like sort myself out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or I just, or just, it depends. It depends what's been happening in, in the past weeks and stuff. And if I've been on like on a uh, like Easter drinking session. 
<laughs> so yeah, so what I'll do is I'll um, I'll use that time just for, to do sort myself out. I'll then coach again at 10 a.m. to 11, and then the middle of the day is like now. It depends. It could be filled with. Sometimes it's got some more like close coaching kind of personal training style clients. Yeah. Sometimes I might train. Sometimes I might just have like a bit of a rest day. Yeah. Some days, or I'll just be like in the business working on everything from like content creation, podcasts, kind of this kind of stuff, yeah. uh, to work my business partner, to doing loads of stuff. 4 p.m. I train. Then 5:30, 6:30, 7:30 have like. Uh, like classes on and stuff so yeah. pretty pretty full day busy very very busy yeah and my biggest flaw um has always been like uh organization and i'd recommend this to anyone and whether you're in like whether you're like an entrepreneur like running your own business or whether you're in a team or what it's called the uh, like wealth dynamic test and there's different tests but it's basically a personality trait test yeah and it tracks like what you should be doing yeah so my role is it's called the star so basically my strengths are coaching, being in front of people, being the leader. Um, my weaknesses are like organization. <laughs> so all the kind of like background stuff, it's basically you need to fucking get someone to do that for you because you ain't doing that, dude. So and what I was, what I was doing for a long time is I'd actually ste- I stepped away from my strengths and was just spending 80% of my time in my weaknesses. Yeah. Now, anyone, that, anyone knows that what, that's just, that's completely ludicrous. Like, why would you do that? So I've switched that. 80% of my time is where I'm most valuable. 20% is where I still need to be, but I'm not as strong at. Fair play. That's decent. So, you know, good reflective practice there, man. Good reflective yeah, you practice. Yeah, you've got to review, man. You get stuck in, like, yeah, 100%. People do just get stuck in this rabbit hole and then just can't get themselves out of it. You know, a big thing for me over the last sort of uh, six months is just you know I'm there to do my job and I'm going to do my job and I love doing my job but it's the as soon as you stop caring so much it enables you to to do your job because sometimes that yeah, yeah, yeah. can just weigh you down because yes. you know, you're yeah, arm wrestling with yourself internally about should I be doing this should I be doing that Did, was that right was this right you know you take it home with you you know it's yeah, like man. trying to come up in the industry as well like trying to get internships and it's like you you got to put everything you think you have to put everything into getting this one job and then but it's not the case it really isn't the case there's so much more to um to life and it, you know if I was to ask you the question what um your your job is a coach but what else do you do i'm sure you have an answer So this has changed a lot, but first and foremost is I, my job is to get better as a human in general, because if I'm not running a hundred percent, then, you know, like, and and, and this, and this, uh, I probably like crying shit when I talk about this. I might not today, but sometimes I do, but, and this goes, there's like a moment in time a a few years ago, but basically I got asked a question like, what, why is it, what's this all for? And then I was like, "Fucking hell! Like, what? Like, what am I trying to do?" And then I kind of boiled down, and you know, I stripped back the layer, stripped back the layer, stripped back the layer, blah, 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 all the way. And basically, it's for my mum. Yeah. So I want to like my mum's like help me. My mum's like single parent. My mum's like a mate. My mum's a hustler, man. Like yeah. she brought me up on her own. She's got like she she didn't get any A levels. She's like a fantastic like 
sought after lawyer up now where, where we live. Like she's really like like a proper true professional man. Yeah, yeah. And she's like sacrificed a lot for me. So my my you know my goal is to be successful. Basically, yeah. I want to give back to her. Bro. So I'm like, right, how? Okay, so what are the steps to that? So the steps to giving back. Let's call it. Let's make it simple to financially give back to her. Yeah. If I want to financially give back to her. I need to have a good career. I need to have a good job. I need to have a successful business. Okay, cool. That's that's quite simple. How do I do that? Be fucking better. Be better in my job. Be better as a human. Be a better leader. Um, recently, like I've really dialed in my nutrition. That's the one thing that I always struggle with, and that was the last thing. Like that's almost like the last hurdle. Yeah. Apart from other organization stuff. But basically, so now, like, so now, like, um, my job is to get be better. So like, and just be just. I just want to be dominant because yeah. I'm trying to teach people how to be dominant in life. I'm trying to teach people. Yes, I'm trying to teach people how to like. Um, lift weights safely and how to enjoy training and how to get the experience from training that I've got mm. and how to like you know feel confident but also to be a fucking savage to be dominant in life otherwise yeah. what's the point yeah you know what I mean so, yeah. so that's my job yeah fair play and you like so from like a hobby's point of view as well you still play a bit of rugby yeah so that's that that went on the back burner just because I have a huge amount of respect for the sport. I have a huge amount of respect for the team and my coach. And I, I respect for myself. And obviously, I was being pulled from pillar to post. I was getting injured. I, w I was getting to a point where I wasn't enjoying, I wasn't enjoying training in the week. I was, because I was just fucked. I wasn't enjoying the rugby. I wasn't enjoying coaching. Like everything that like, I had to, it just had to, I had to put it on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. I actually played a bit last year. I played like, two weeks ago and scored. Nice. <laughs> That was pretty cool. First try in like three years. Um, but my hobbies are just so um, my my kind of. So that's why I do CrossFit. Really, is because it gives me that. I don't. I do. I do cross. I, I do. I compete in CrossFit more for like the buzz, just for like tick that box. To like, yeah, basically get that get that buzz. But I just I just enjoy training. I've never really. I never really did enjoy training. I used. To, yeah, I'd either train because I wanted like bigger muscles and just wanted to like look better, which again wasn't always the reason why it always fell down is because that wasn't in alignment with me. I'm not yeah. like a vain person. Yeah. Then obviously it was with rugby. So the other times that I'd train, try and train seriously is like at uni and then with rugby. But then again, because there was just something about rugby that wasn't fulfilling my life like it should. Yeah. The train that like, I didn't want passion about training was now like. I just want to get better at just being stronger, fitter, faster. Just I train more like an athlete now, and I'm not even in any form of competitive sport than I ever have. <laughs> just to be better. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Like, like now I do rehab. Now I ice. Yeah. Like now I stretch. And this is what I was talking about. About now, bro. Like you're getting human beings that don't even compete in CrossFit, right? That maybe do CrossFit or don't even compete in sport. That are training more professionally and more athletically than half the people that ever used to do at Bruno ISC, bro. Yeah. Like properly taking the training seriously, properly taking the nutrition seriously, just because they fucking love doing it. It's really yeah. cool to see. Yeah, no, it's good. It's that quest, like you know, maximizing, optimizing human potential, and it, you know, yeah. What's the goal? Uh, to get old, but not be chair-ridden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Be be active because we're all gonna punch a ticket sooner or later. You know. Yeah, just yeah. be one just of those cool savage shit, grandpas, like. <laughs> like kicking ass. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think, you know, you made some really good points there about you've, you, you've had to spend a lot of time looking in before you, before you're, you're projecting out to, to yeah. understand. And I see you do, you, you post up a few videos and I've seen some of the posts that you've done talking about this thing, just trying to get that message out there. Um, yeah. Having, having done that, like having had gone through that process to, to yourself, do you, do you feel that you, you should just be putting it out there to enable others? And do you feel it's a part of your role as a coach? It's so it's twofold. So one, if you look on the, so if you look on the, I guess the service level of what most people see, it's a message to others. So it's kind of like, yeah, in, in some way people say, oh, look, he's putting up some more motivational stuff and things like that. But what I'm doing, bro, is I'm sharpening my tools. Yeah. Because my job is to like whether my like my job isn't to do that on Facebook. My job is to do that for people that are in front of me at 5:30 class. They've had a long ass day. Like my job is to be the best part of their day and get them a result. Yeah. And if and if I was then if I was working if I did go back and work with like a sports team, that role would be the same. Yeah. So I my all about my communication, my authenticity, how war I can be, how I can fucking like like fire them up. Yeah. And yeah. like get them like get more from them, not from just like shouting and spitting at them. Yeah. So I use the posts to develop my. I guess my confidence, bro. My ability to just yeah. like just be vulnerable because if you, if you become vulnerable and you like let go of your ego and then you know it, it sounds like you know like if you you know you can let love in and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But like, do you know what I mean? Like you can, no. people like people trust you, man. And like yeah. people follow people that they trust. And if my members don't trust me, they won't do what I say effectively which means they won't get results which means they will no longer be my members which means I have no right to take money from them yeah no that's true and I think it's exactly you know for me like using the tagline people behind the post it's a bit of a fuck you to social media as well because the the idea you know people people try and portray the perfect life on Facebook and Instagram yeah, bro. and Twitter like oh look at me I, I've gone on holiday well Get off your fucking phone and enjoy your holiday. Stop sending yeah. me pictures of you on a fucking beach. That's great, but yeah. you know what you're doing there is it is exactly what this this podcast is about. It's like dispelling that myth, and and I think in a way you you are being when you're being vulnerable and making yourself vulnerable and, and just communicating exactly how you feel. You're giving that a big fuck you as well. Yeah, the the next step that is again it's I don't just. And again, confidence and it's just like training a muscle. Yeah. You don't, you've, you've got to build up, you've got to take the time. The next step for me is to probably document like the, the lows. And I mean like just the lows. A lot of the yeah. times I'm talking about the lows, I'll always come with, and this is my mentality, is always find a positive. So I'll talk about something that's been shit or, or low and then I'll, I'll then t talk about some form of reflection and then how I got through it. Yeah. But I'm not showing like the snapshot of like me there, like like fucking broken or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know whether that's the part of me that I want people to see yet. But and people have seen it. People that I think the people that deserve to see that are the people that like I guess are my clients. Yeah, yeah. To respect. But I don't know. I just think like the more honest and real you can be, like it's almost like there's no more hiding places. You kind of like. You've got to fucking step up. There's no excuses anymore to hide away. Yeah, so. 
Yeah, no, because I think we do, there is a big uh, guarding in our whole society because it's info. They say information, 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 expectation to be a certain way to do a certain thing, and you know. Yes. Yeah. And as as coaches, you can't do that. You can't be that, and you can't um, conform to that because if you're trying to um, change behavior and enable people to do so, then you can't be the mirror of what is stopping them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, and it's like, so, okay, here's, here's a thing you probably don't know. So when you obviously, uh, when I, when we were kind of like uni together and obviously I would look at your, I think I thought about this a bit more in depth. I said, right, right. Paulin's like, he's just got his shit together. You know, fantastic rule player, fantastic in Nick got his, training his PT clients in the morning, then coming and coaching us, then doing uni. And like, you were just like, like handling business. And I was like, like, what are these traits? Like, what can I do? Like I was trying to look into you and be like, well, what can I take? What can I learn from him? And there's loads of shit that I've been thinking about over the, like, it's not something that's like ever left me. Yeah. And it kind of like came to me last night, bro. It was just, it was your self belief in you and your abilities. And almost like, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about anyone else's opinion. This is what we're doing. This is what I'm doing because I trust myself. Yeah. And that uh, that has never left me. And that's kind of now. Like I did go through a stage where I'm like, oh, should I post this? Because what if another coach sees it and says, oh, that's wrong? Like, yeah. who gives a fucking shit? That other coach is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's always bro coaching online. Like, you yeah. see a snapshot of someone's training. Like, uh, well, they that 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 Olympic lift is shit. They shouldn't be doing it like that. It's like, well, how do you know what it looked like five minutes ago? How do you know what stage in their development? Like, shut the fuck up, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and again, this comes back to the self-belief thing. The amount of coaches that I see are either, and it's, it's quite, we're at a stage now where there's a lot of really, really amazing coaches that aren't stepping up and aren't serving the people. And you've got, and again, this is my opinion, you've got people like fucking Joe Wicks that's serving oh. a bigger portion of the population. Yeah. Like, just because why? He doesn't give a shit. He's putting himself out there. Yeah. Whether you think he's whether you think he's good or not or whatever, like he's just putting himself out. Yeah. And obviously it's a talented, amazing coach, in my opinion, is probably gonna struggle to have a massive impact and deliver a high quality service to a larger volume of people. Yeah. But I still think just locally, just in small pockets like where I am, there's and around the UK, there's so many coaches that if all they did was just stop worrying about other fucking coaches and trusted their own philosophies, trusted their own gut, or even actually developed their own philosophies. Yeah, like the fitness industry would shoot soon start a shift. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, I appreciate the compliment you gave me there. Thank you very much. No worries, dude. No worries, bro. Good. Now, what I'm, I'm really interested, and in, again, and this is all you know, this is all about the the stories, the the yeah, the highs and lows, the how you, how you do things. Like we talked about this a little bit before, but you know that. Jerry Maguire moment that yeah. you know, I, I've had a big one in myself and, and I think it's important people to have one you know for those that don't know we talk about Jerry Maguire we talk about when he, he wrote that manuscript Tom Cruise uh, and and uh, he, he realised that it was about people being a sports agent was not about money it was about looking after people uh, and then quit his job and took his goldfish so Jack <laughs> um, yeah. tell us about you know your Jerry Maguire moment then so the biggest one for me is the lows, man. But the biggest one is probably the best, like the best decision I made for me at the moment was actually exiting the strength conditioning 
kind of rugby realm. Yeah. Because, again, like back then, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was like, should I, like, should I do a master's? Should I do a master's? I need to get experience. Like, and all those things, like, I'll, I'm grateful for because they've shaped me. Yeah. Like, and I would, like, they've been amazing. And, but basically, I went for a, like, an intern interview. Uh, I'm going to say it because the motherfuckers will probably like be listening. I don't know. It was, uh, it was, um, it was after Kid left Rotherham. So yeah. I, it wasn't, the, and it was basically, um, there was a few, like, inter- basically, I got my intern interview was done by other interns. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just a bit, and and like the the head coach, I spoke to him. Like we got we got on really well, but we only spoke for five minutes. He was like pro UKSA. I was a bit like, yeah, it is what it is, man. Like not really. I'm not really pro UKSA if I'm honest. Yeah, it's basically, um, I fucking love Olympic lifting, but I'm just not that. And the whole thing, just the guys, like there were just these two lads. It was like a dick measuring comp. They were both interns, and I was applying for the, to be the same level as them. And then they were like, right, let me see your power clean. What the fuck has that got to do with like coaching people? Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, bearing in mind, so I didn't tell him this, but bearing in mind, like two days before, I'd been at a CrossFit comp and hit like a 130 power clean, so I can fucking lift a weight. Yeah. Right. And just they're getting me to do this power clean and getting me to, oh, all this kind of shit. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck? Anyway, I didn't get, I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't, I, and I, I left, I, bro, I left. I drove straight home from that. Got in my fucking van that was full of all like my sandbags and kettlebells and all like my equipment for coaching my members. And I just fucking drove straight back to the gym and I was like fucked off and I knew I hadn't got it. That night, it's so funny, that night I coached a lady to power clean. Yeah. So this is a woman that's like seen stuff online. She's like, listen, I want to learn how to do that. I want to get into that, learn how to lift properly. You know, basically if you want to do a front squat, learn how to get the bar into the front rack potentially. So I kind of showed her how to kind of like shrug and how to pull and how to get the bar up safely. And she was like, oh my God, I can't have done that. And the look in her face, bro, the look in her face when she's just like, and there and then I was like, right, oh, shit, get all animated. <laughs> there, there and then, bro, right? I was like, I don't even give a, if I, I was like, if I even get that position, I'm not going to take it because it was unpaid. It was driving. I just there and then realized I can't, I can't do that and this. Yeah. And this like gives me, this will make me get up in the morning and this will help me when I, if I don't, basically I'd rather do this unpaid. Yeah. I'd rather coach people unpaid than go to the, and coach the rugby thing with those guys, right? Yeah. Didn't get the job. I got like, re- like it didn't. The, the fucking feedback, bro. I don't know. Maybe like six of us. The feedback was like a generic email with not even specifically talking about the specific person. The whole thing. I was like, wow. if that's a snapshot of the industry, which I'm sure it isn't. I was like, I just ah, fuck this. Nah, yeah. I'm done. Um, I don't know what them guys are doing now. I don't know their names. They seem like nice enough lads. Hopefully, they they've moved on to bigger and better things. But I just didn't. It just went for me. So yeah, my that Jeremy Grimo is yeah. leaving the strength conditioning world. Yeah, well, you know, because it and that's, I think, I think it could be fair to say that that is actually understanding ego. Yeah. Just yeah. massively, you know, like it's funny. Like uh, Jack Green on on one of the other shows said, you know, he's been to two Olympics. He was like. We're all the same. I just run a little bit faster than other people, you know. And and it's the ability just to let go of the fact that you know the attachment to professional sport is yeah. is the holy grail. When when for some people it isn't. For yeah. Some people it doesn't have to be. And and if you hold those things up on a on a pedestal, then 
then you then you put yourself away from them. And as an SNC coach, I work for the same company as the players. Yeah. Our paychecks are signed by the same people. You know, so, yeah. so therefore you you are you are in a level level playing field. You know, players win games. You know, and and like you said there, you know what brought you closer to 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 your endpoint was the fact that you know you found that enrichment just with coaching this woman because of her gains from it. Because because if you think if you think about that, if, let's say I'd stayed in my ego and like been like, you know what, no, fuck it, I'm gonna do the S and C because because I haven't opened up, I haven't listened to my own like heart, and I'm yeah. like, that's what I need to do. I need a proper job. Because, bro, my mum said to me once, like, my mate's like an engineer. She's like, oh, why don't you just do, like, you should, why don't you just do engineering? I don't want to fucking do engineering. I love sport. I love fitness. I love exercise. I love working with people. And, like, but if I had not... Go on, sorry. Yeah. So, but if I had not done that, and let's yeah. say I'd gone on the intern, I'd carried on down that line, like, one, I wouldn't be able to serve the people in my gym well. <laughs> Two, I'd be in, probably doing stuff that I wasn't passionate about. And I wouldn't be serving that comp- I wouldn't be serving the rugby club properly. I wouldn't be serving the players properly. Because I wouldn't be fucking wanting to be there. But yeah. I'd play that illusion. I'd fucking be in my ego. And so you just got to strip that back and just kind of like say, right, what do I want? And uh, that's and that took time. And uh, and I, from, you know, from seeing, from leaving university, I would try and jump on anything and everything I could just to be around people to listen, to learn. Yeah. And when you when you did that, because you did the judging at that CrossFit competition, can you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that I'd never seen CrossFit before then. No. And then I, and I saw what the potential of it, and then I saw the companies that were there, and they were like like Rock Tape. And then so what I did was speak to Rock Tape, say, listen, like I'm missing my, I don't know what I'm doing. I want some experience. Can I work with you? And that led me going around the UK, and the guy that won that competition. Yeah. Owned a massive CrossFit box in Cardiff. Yeah. He was then he then coached me on my CrossFit level one. Yeah. He is now. Yeah. He's potentially one of the right. He's now one of my clients. That's awesome. Rather business. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, I'm not trying to teach him how to teach people how to squat. I'm trying to teach him how to like understand like his business and grow that and understand his like the the parts of him being a coach that he probably didn't realize. People don't realize. People think being a coach is yes understanding people, yes coach people movement. If you're an if you own a business, if you're an entrepreneur, being on like mastering being an entrepreneur and a businessman, that's going to help you coach and change lives even more. Yeah. So you need to develop that, or you need to find someone that can support you in that role. So yeah. that's quite cool. Yeah, no, that's decent, man. That is decent, and it, you know, it does say it does say a lot for for how things how things shape. And like when when I did judge on that um, CrossFit competition like shock for anyone that's listening and I did it um, but and you, you know it's what second year university in a place just trying to get more experience in a place just trying to be around things in a place that's it reaching out and you know I wouldn't have got my foot on the ladder at Wasps if it wasn't because someone tweeted about a coach coming to England and I said where is he I'll go meet him didn't seem to be too far from my house gave me my reference to Keir and this turned out yeah. to be James Smith, who translated the Soviet texts from Vukashevsky. Yeah. And this guy had set records in the NFL Combine as a coach, and I didn't have a clue who he was. I just went off the off of a of a hunch of just trying, you know. Because it's, it's passion, bro. It's, yeah. it's passion. People don't have fucking passion anymore. And like, you look at you look at people like, um, so you look at Louis Simmons from Westside Barbell, like. 
He does what the fuck he wants because he's passionate about like he's, he could do so much more different things, but he doesn't. He's still got this like little box where it's like a little gym where if you want to be a be- if you want to be like a record breaking powerlifter, you go there like yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and because he's fucking passionate about it, and so it's just kind of honing your passion. And I knew that, in we're in an age of like consumerism where everyone wants shit yesterday, everyone wants it now, everyone wants the fucking latest thing, everyone wants the abs now, everyone, no one's willing to wait. People think, oh, I've got a degree, I want a job now. Yeah. Get to the back of the queue and get, and it's not saying like like, and people say, oh, people want paying for experience, and like, I understand like, it's difficult, and I, you know, I've been through it and understand that and. And I've, that's why with our members, like our coaches that I've helped, you know, I've like given them, given them fair exchange for their time and paid them and, and progressed them probably quicker than than anyone would I feel, because mm. um, I want to get people the more, most out of them. But yeah, I think one thing people, I think it's the one message I'd give to anyone, whether it's like a kid at school, whether it's like someone about to leave university, whether that's in the strength conditioning realm or not. Like get some fucking experience. Go meet people. Go speak to people. Yeah, a price of a coffee is uh, is cheap. Yeah, man. Build connections because you like that's literally it. Just network and not, and also like network. But then like it sounds brutal, but you've got to like shake off the dead wood. Yeah. And like just disconnect. Don't fucking don't have to like say I'm not your friend anymore. But like just remove yourself from like toxic environments and toxic people that don't yeah. you've got to be selfish that don't support you at the minute like i'd stop I, i'd stop going out and drinking because i'm like i'm so unproductive over the weekend i feel like shit it's just like it's so counterproductive yeah so i stopped i stopped going out and getting drunk yeah i still drink i still go out every now and again but yeah it's just you just gotta like sh- think about what you want the anticipation of going out and the idea of going out is a lot more rewarding <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just brutal the next day. Too right, man. Um, Well, you know, we've kept you on like almost an hour now, so I'm conscious of your time. Um, But I I do have some uh, have some fun questions that uh, I'd like to go through because I think you've given us some really rich information there. You know, some honest stuff, which is awesome. Um, So you know, because I am I am interested about people, and I'm interested in how. You know how other people's brain works and, and and how they value things and yeah if you know if i was to ask you the question if you could if you could master another skill or if there's something on your on your list you know what would it what would it be you know mine um mine at the moment is i want to play the harmonica okay cool. that's my skill that i want to learn i bought it i've Try to play it a couple of times, but it's there, and I'm gonna keep trying. But that's that's that for me. So another any skill, anything could be anything. Probably another language. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know which one, but definitely, definitely having another language. Um, just I just think it's cool. Then you can connect with more people. What we just spoke about, connecting with people. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's fair. That is, that is fair. I like that. Um, and if uh, if you could have a um, a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> to be able to run, <laughs> like right. To be able to run like efficiently long distance without like obviously you know it's something you work on. But yeah, yeah no, just uh, an ability to endure. I don't like suffering, bro. 
Yeah. And never, you know that kind of mindset that people have, like in like the military. Yeah. I, that's not me. Nah. You know, it's short little sharp workout. Yeah, but so maybe the ability to endure more. Yeah, awesome. That's I like that. I like that. Do you have anything um, on your bucket list this year you want to tick off? Yeah, probably just go like because so I don't know if you know. So my uh, my partner, she she works with us. She works. She's part of the team. So yeah. she she's fantastic. And this is and this is where I'm all about recruiting people that uh, aren't necessarily have the talent but have the passion. Yeah. Because you can always find a job for someone. You don't need like a room full of like head like lead like lead coaches. Yeah, yeah. But there are you can have very valuable impact from supportive roles. Oh, anyway, so she came. She was a client. She came through the system. She like lost, you know, went from uh, like size 16 to size six. She's now like really passionate about like training. She got a first strict ring muscle up the other week. Like nice. she's so she's like just strong. she's yeah she's passionate about strength and she's passionate about training. Um, and she's got really mentally strong and she's more dialed in with her nutrition. She helps out with help keep our members accountable and keep them on track with their eating and the habits and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we haven't really had a holiday for quite like uh, like probably like nearly two years. Yeah. Uh, so that's my bucket this year. Really. Get on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Anywhere in particular? Uh. Yeah. Well, I want to go. Cause I went to Japan in like 2013. Nice. And like it's mate, it just it's just it's just like uh, if you want to escape real life, go like somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, it's just it's crazy. So I'd love to go to, back to Japan. Um, nice. She'd probably like somewhere a little bit sunnier and hot. So, but uh, you know, even if it's just like down to like uh, like Devon or something for just, like a, a long weekend, just something just to kind of disconnect will be cool. Yeah, just away. That's it. Like I said, if I see you uh, posting that you're on holiday when you're on holiday, I'm gonna cuss you out. <laughs> what if it's like a motivational facebook live yeah that'll do oh that's cool we'll, we'll take that we'll take that no definitely that's awesome and um like a, a good one that you know i think all self-aware people need to need to know and if you're in all traits is you know understanding what fulfills you and you yeah know, uh, I'm, I'm i'm waiting for this answer but you know what what fulfills you um uh like growth like getting better yeah uh am i addicted to just people obviously people will say like it gets kind of sometimes misinterpreted i guess as being competitive um i don't want to compete with people i just want to fucking dominate things like like you know how people like want to be the strongest in the gym they want to be the best rugby player they want to score the most tries they want to do like i'm kind of like that to some degree but i just want to like just be just keep getting better because to me that's it unlocks my happiness yeah so i just want to keep just keep showing up and just uh because the better i am the it kind of like pulls people along that are following me um and that's what you know that's my kind of purpose and passion really that's awesome i like that. what's yours um making things making things i found that that really fulfills me creating something from my own hands and, yeah, yeah 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 you know at the, I, I mean i built my own gym at home at the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm converting a camper van uh, a minibus into a camper van um, that's cool 
just yeah building things and 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 that is you know on some streams that is relatable to coaching and there is transferable but i find i find i get lost when i'm cutting wood and creating yeah so like probably to like answer that question again when i think about it really again it's what i do man i ponder things it's probably more like having like having like really like impactful conversations stuff like this yes but yeah. i have it like the best times that i've had with my members yeah hasn't been the social piss up it hasn't been teaching it hasn't been seeing them do the first muscle but hasn't seen them seeing them do the first air squat or the first time they've done something it's like actually having a coffee and a chat with them yeah and seeing like how much of an impact i've had mm. not from not from like uh, uh you know bigging up my ego but again it just fills me i'm like fuck i've basically i'm i'm, I'm important because yes. i think all we you know in life it's very easy for us to like feel unimportant yeah and we need purpose we need fulfillment and seeing being useful is something that i never get tired of like seeing and hearing so nice yeah. do you have um do you have a uh, your own sort of mantra or anything you have something yeah i got like a few like depends on the situation Hi, my mind's gone blank now i do like so our CrossFit name is Stronger Together because we wanted to a very prone like community and tribe and obviously influences from rugby, the team yeah. spirit. That bond is like ridiculous. Community. Like you can Yeah, you can not see each other for like twenty years or ten years or five years and you'll get back together and it just yeah. floods back. Yeah. So the power of community, um when I'm training, like my mantra, which is probably is just like kind of don't be a pussy don't stop just like just 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 embrace the suck embrace the grind quite stereotypical ones really nothing original just yeah uh, i pick i've got a variety of mantras yeah yeah, yeah nice nice one I, one I always go back to is uh, we go again yeah yeah should we go again because you know if you know what it means and it's just yeah. uh i think we'll have, we should have like a book of mantras yeah yeah uh, definitely, definitely. Well, it change, it change, they change, like, and this yeah. is what I've noticed. Like, stuff changes. Stuff has to evolve and like, like, and move and like, you know, be water. And yeah, if you soon, as soon as you don't, you get stagnant, and that's when you've lost. That's when shit's. Yeah. Think about like, you think about, and it's think about at work or in a rugby match, or whatever. So if you like, stick to one game plan, yeah. you're fucked. Yes. Yeah. Got to be able to adapt. So, yeah. so last, last one to finish on. Um, yeah. This is always a really nice, nice one. Is if you were to give yourself ten years ago advice, what would you say? Four bites a few times. Prob. Fuck, it's really hard. Something like, don't waste your time. Yeah. So like, the, the stuff that's helped me develop with the, what was talking about the experience and meeting people, all that kind of stuff. But I started kicking that off quite late. Like, I wait till like, the last year of uni to even, to really start doing it. Yeah. And I see kids now that are like doing it when they're like, in primary, like not, not primary, like like in secondary school, like yeah. they've got that like 
But there's a guy like messaged us like he's at a secondary school and he's like got his own t-shirt company, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own brand and like he gets people to wear them and mate and he, he, he sent us an email about asking about branding advice and shit and like business advice. Wow. He's at secondary school. It's like year ten. That's ridiculous. And that's like the that's like the, you know that's an entrepreneur the early stage of being an entrepreneur right. Um, so my advice would be like don't fuck around don't wait yeah. take take opportunities. Basically. Uh, yeah, yeah, decent. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, awesome. All right, I like that. Um, so what we'll do, we'll finish up there. If yeah. anyone wants to get hold of you on social media, anyone wants to find you, anyone wants to come to your gym, now's the yeah. time. Tell us where it's based, who, how to find you. So I'm based in North Lincolnshire, so just south of the River Humber. Um, the gym, the business, uh, we're called Results for Life. Um, home of Stronger Together CrossFit. My other business is Influence RX, and we uh, we are based out the same hub essentially. Um, find me on uh, Jacqueline, and like I'm, my public, my profile is public. Um, email address, I can't remember. I've got like twenty email addresses. I just use Facebook, man. Yeah, Jacqueline yeah, on Facebook's best place to find you. Yeah, I'm the dude with the fucking beard in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. Okay, so yeah, wrap that up. Thank you very much today, Jack. Um, good Just guest on uh, Sports Talks. Cool. So, um, if, if you sorry, here's a question because this is for me and this is for if you was going to recommend uh, me to go and listen to a podcast now, what would you say is the first one to go to right now to listen to? If I, if I let's say I haven't listened to any any podcast What's, ever. Of yours, of, of your mine, podcast, of mine. Yeah. Uh, the, wow. right. Um, for honest, open account of a human being, listen to the previous episode with Jack Green, two-time Olympian. Uh, if yeah. you want to blow your mind about coaching philosophy, listen to Tom Farrow when he talks about order yeah. and chaos. If you want to learn from the perspective of a coach young coach trying to make it in the professional industry listen to mark stevenson and if you want to listen to the main man Keir, rugby strength coach listen to the first one so okay cool yeah, yeah listen to them all i'm getting, getting <laughs> i'm getting people from everywhere and everything so you know it's amazing just fill your boots man so jack okay, cool this has been absolutely awesome and uh thank you very much